Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and those of you with nothing better to do with an internet connection, Paul Johnson and Shane Hofer are proud to present the Total Stickcast. Buckle up and enjoy the unscripted, unadulterated neurosis. Are you going to say the word clap? Clap! Oh, there we go. I can't start without you doing that. Thank you. I know. All right. So, my name is Paul Johnson. I'm a freelance writer, author, vlogger, uh, creator of the Total Stick Show, and all kinds of other things. You can head on over to everythingpaul.net to get an eyeful of all of that. And with me, as always, is my co-host and, well, sometimes producer of this lovely program, Shane Hooper. And uh, joining us Hi. again and for quite a long time to come is our wonderful Dungeon Master, Terry Savage. Hello again. On again, Arr, off again. Yeah. <laughs> On again, off again. Just when it's convenient for him. Yeah. Whatever yeah, I can make it. That seems like yeah. a good arrangement. That seems like a good arrangement. So Here you... I am, breaking so my back. <laughs> Terry in this show. Terry just comes in on again, off again. Yeah, well, whatever, whenever I want to be there. Comes oh. in like a superstar. I am a superstar. Yeah. Coming like a Clearly. wrecking ball. Yeah. Um, so and I coming like a wrecking ball. I had to make and sure the show fine. has gone to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. We lost 100 listeners this week. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, while you were on the road, you have internet, right? Here and there? Uh, not always. Right? No, no, no. Well, maybe no, we'll it's... maybe we'll have to arrange to have you be able to check in from the road sometime. Do you think you have the um, technology out there to do that? The I have my work laptop. I doubt I'll be able to install Teamspeak on it. Ah, that's okay. the thing. I've, you know, that it's would all probably be lockdown. yeah, that probably. would probably be bad. Right? Yeah, so you know, just, know just like we're there's... talking about no bombs and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's uh, <laughs> some free web thing that I could use to tune in. Also, my schedule, it, like, that'd be really tough to do. Okay, okay. Well, then, I I'm guess we'll have to leave you I'm just going to write it off right alone. now. You want me to come in next Monday? I will be in Toronto. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So what we need is on uh, the total stick cast picture is just half a head for Terry. Right. Yeah. We'll do it. So half of them's in the shadows. That's yeah. what it's going to, yeah. <laughs> Lurking in the shadows, rolling dice. <laughs> there we go. I, I like it already. Yeah. So where's right. our pic- where's our picture for the total stick quest, guys? It's coming. I think we have it's to get coming. together, don't we? Uh oh, like a, a group photo. I was talking about uh, drawn pictures of us. Oh, that's yeah, what I thought. We need Shane drawn pictures, about. but we should that's also the... get together, put a pot on Shane's head, all wear an eye patch, and then you could get on your knees. Oh damn! I, I know it sounds a bit dirty. <laughs> wow! Oh, this sounds like a night I remember a long time ago. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. We'll draw, we'll draw Bye. A on you, and you can get down on your knees, and we'll. <laughs> All right. Speaking for everybody listening. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's because time. he plays a dwarf. There we go. Oh, that's what. Okay, okay. So it's just racial. That's all. It's not. Yeah, it's a racial thing. You play a dwarf, so you'll get on your knees. Check, okay, please. Perfect. Table one. Well then. Okay. Yeah, I do agree. Actually, that isn't the worst idea. Definitely for some content to put up there at a at a thing. So we'll meet in a we'll meet in a, a public place and we'll shoot this in the middle of a Starbucks. Right. That's what'll happen. Yeah. I've got pirate boots and stuff I could wear. I don't have what? a pirate hat, but I can go make one at a newspaper. Easy enough. I have a pirate hat. I can't believe I get to say this. I have a pirate hat. Hey, awesome. <laughs> So you could definitely use that. I think it's attached. I mean, I'd be willing to prune it, but I think it's attached to hair. Oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll need a. Yeah, I'll need. Yeah, a I would too. assume so. I literally have that for you. 
<laughs> and this plays into this theory of I collect things, and I'm a little bit of a borderline hoarder, because part of me always believes that there's going to be a need for things, which mm -hmm. is just the definition of a hoarder, actually, I think. But I keep, no, like, That's common sense. Well, I keep cords and stuff, like, way beyond when they're actually relevant, and people are like, you could just throw that out, nobody uses it. But a time comes for shit, and here I have a pirate hat, and I need a pirate hat. It makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, clearly. A time comes for everything. So yeah, I have a pirate hat for you. I'm very stoked about that. I have a clown wig, but I don't think that's going to help anybody. No, so are well, we doing this before or after my mohawk? No, no, you got to have the mohawk. Well, yeah, you're going to have I a pot so. on your head anyways, so. It won't really matter. Oh, that's true. Right. Now, you know what might be a of, challenge? Was I speaking of hoarding, i got to clean out my closet. Oh, yeah, you should probably do that. Make like Eminem and clean out that closet. Okay. Um, uh, a couple skeletons. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Well, Stampede is in full swing. We always talk about Stampede. Yeah, Stampede's a horrible, ugly thing. The Calgary Stampede, oh. otherwise dubbed as the greatest outdoor show on Earth. Outdoor show of Americans. Yeah, the rodeo's good. Yeah, if you yeah. go for the actual rodeo, it's just the town floods with a bunch of people who just don't even care about Calgary. Exactly. And that's the problem. And everybody but we don't lives, care about them. And everybody that lives no. here straps on a cowboy hat and boots and pretends that they're cowboys. So all these tourists come here and see us, to. and they think we look like this all year. I swear to God, there's people going back to the Philippines that think we look like this all year. We don't. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> people need to understand that. We're not actually cowboys. <laughs> we do my, it for your amusement. My boots <laughs> are still covered with cow shit. I mean, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I'm okay, pretty sure... I want to. I want to go canvas the actual stampede one day and be like, "Have you ever seen a horse? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever ridden one? Then take that hat off." No shit. So that means I get to. I get to keep my boots and hat. Yes, yeah, same with me. So. Sure. Yeah. If you've ever. If you've ever. I mean, I've seen and touched a horse. I'm cheating a little bit to get there, but I mean, I. I love horses, but I mean, I also would never put on the cowboy hat and pretend to be that. So. Well, I got to do it this Saturday because my friend's having a bachelor party. <laughs> So uh, I was like, I guess I, I'm missing his actual bachelor party and wedding. So I guess I will go be him. So that's I got to do the thing with the boots yeah. and the hat. That's the other problem. Everything that happens in the city during Stampede is inherently Stampede oriented. Yes. Which is like another total, like you can't, like people, like I go to Safeway and people in Safeway are wearing cowboy hats. And it's like, chill out. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Shit. <laughs> yeah, what? Economic boost. It's good for Calgary. Yeah, right? it's Economic good, yeah. it's boost. Awesome for businesses. I just don't think, mm -hmm. I think Calgarians are just getting a little tired of the dicks. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, for all the money yeah. it brings into the city, I'm sure it technically, at the end of it, brings more than it costs. But the amount of cleanup and the amount of screwing around that it also brings to the city at the, the same the time. The scandal. Yeah. But we, can we can import some Mexicans to clean up. There we oh, go. that's, the, yeah. <laughs> We'll take them out of their cages at the border. <laughs> oh, that is such border. bull. That was such bullshit. <laughs> you know terrible. what? No, 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 no. They weren't in goddamn cages. <laughs> that was a protest. Oh, that protest. Okay. It was a fucking protest. They literally set up their own fucking cage with the kids in there and people as a fucking protest. And the media goes, this is what's going on. I didn't know that. I got to do more research. No yeah, fucking I didn't kidding. Know that either. I didn't yeah. know that either. But that's you you want to see the picture? <laughs> Two minutes later, you know that screaming kid, hands on the cage, the one they used really well? Yeah. 
Two minutes later, the kid's on the outside of the cage. Oh, wow. Walking around just, oh, I'm good. They got to make better cages. Yeah, those cages. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Oh, I'm getting sick of this shit. This is why you don't trust the media. Everybody needs to research things a lot better when they're seen in the news. I don't know. Fuck. I mean, you want shit that pisses me off. There you go. Example number one. Fuck, wow. That was yeah, also that's... the year with the Stampede threesome, if you remember that. That was that year. Okay, that's what I wondered. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was that's... the year that was, it was just crazy. That's why I think it got overshadowed, because everybody was interested in, like, her. Does anybody yes. know what <laughs> happened to her? I really should have looked that up in preparation for the show. We should have found out where Alexa Fooling is now. Yeah, this I... is the first time I've heard of the Stampede threesome. What? What? T- tells you how much <laughs> I paid attention. Right. Like, well, no, that was hard to avoid. I don't, yeah. Would you like to tell the tale, Terry? Go ahead. No. Uh, <laughs> there was a threesome in an alleyway that was photographed and posted all around, and they were identified, and the guys were like, yeah, total. And then everyone was slut-shaming the woman, and she owned up to it. Big so, time. Yeah. Big Good for time. her. Was, yeah, and that's the thing. It was like, what else? Who cares? She, and, just go into hiding, or she owned up to it? And I and think was, she became like a bit of an Instagram star for a bit. Yeah, and there's something else to that. She did a follow-up video to it, too. But they were, I think, a bit a part of it, too. I mean, a part of it was, was you know, public sex. But a part of it, I think, was because it was behind the cowboy's tent. And weren't the guys working there or something like that? I don't remember. It's been a long time. I think <laughs> that was part of it, was they were, like, literally at work and then just stepped out back and did that. Um, uh, well she done. didn't work there though. She didn't. But so after that, she did a video. There was like, okay, because there's a threesome. So I mean, unless unless you're totally deranged, there's there's very, there, that can work in a numerous ways. But let's just say there was one at the front and one at the back for this experience. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, she did a video. Uh, there was like a tutorial to the perfect blowjob. Nice. Like, and it's just like her coming out with her wine, sits down in her living room with a cucumber, and like. <laughs> You know what? Take advantage of it. There is no such thing as bad press. No, that's true. I agree to an extent. Like, definitely, if that's something she wanted, there's a way to capitalize on. A lot of people that we think are like are are shitty are actually really good at managing that public image. You know, like that's like that uh, cash me outside girl or whatever. Like as soon as as soon as she as soon as she got her five minutes of fame, she fucking buckled down and made her money with it. Yeah, like. Still, it pissed us. Us actual like recording artists see that, and we bust our balls for years and years and years for our trying even to get like a minute of fame. Mm-hmm. You can't even understand the girl. There she is. She's famous. And you're like, stop. <laughs> oh, I don't dispute that. The idea of her having her single or whatever and all that—that that was total bullshit. But I mean, yeah. she managed. Like, she stay. Uh, she. Uh, kept doing uh, little interviews and stuff. She went out there, did all the talk shows, this, that, and the other thing. Then, like, fuck all you, don't understand me. Like, she could have done nothing, but she actually got somebody or somebody took her in, one of the two, and managed her image. You got paid. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Won't be exactly. as good as my single. Oh, no. Your single. Do you have a single? Or are you working on a single? <laughs> oh, you don't. Yeah, I guess Terry doesn't know the story. We, no. He wants to. We want to. Well, he wants. He wants. Okay. To, here's here's I the, here, here's the now theory. He wants to explore uh, what's possible through vocal engineering, like exactly how bad of a person you can make sound, how good. Because I'm sure you know you can do a lot of. We were talking about uh, live performances versus recorded. I was upset about a certain performance, you know, so on so forth, and said they sound much better live. And Paul's explaining much all the vocal the engineering, you know, yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And I said, well, obviously, you must be able to take somebody that can't sing and make it sound tolerable. Oh, yeah. Case in point, every single pop star. <laughs> well, and that's what I was saying to him. Like, tolerable, yes. Like, is there a point where you need a certain amount of skill to be able to manage that? Of course you do. And, of course, the people who are engineering it, that's, you know, they're geniuses or whatever they do. But, uh, like... I'm not saying I can take Shannon without him ever trying at all. Make him a pop star? I mean, you pick your niche. You no, know. no, no, no. We're, we're, we're talking, can somebody do one song and you know, yeah. with the vocal magic Get make it sound, sound tolerable? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Cranberry's zombie at the moment. Oh, that's <laughs> what you guys were talking about last night. Yes. Yeah. In the 99 messages you woke up. I don't even know if we yeah. were recording when we just talked about that. That you woke up to like 99 Facebook messages because we're all in a room together. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, what? Yeah. And then she didn't want to leave you out. This. And then Shane kept haranguing me until like 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, so, the, so then you woke up to like a million messages. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. fair to you. So, Terry, as you know what? You are a legitimate recording artist. Yes. Retired. On my on my theory, is that possible? Oh, I forget your theory already. <laughs> can you can you make somebody who sucks sound tolerable? Oh, oh yeah, good. you can make a man sound like a woman through yeah, recording exactly. engineering. I didn't even push it that far because I was trying to keep no, him no, no, centered no. it on no. my side. But you, you can do almost anything you want, right? You like, digitize it, you put it on a keyboard, and you move yep. the notes around. It's that easy. MIDI, Mobo! Yeah, so, MIDI. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. there we had been, uh, so we have jokingly said that I have to record a song. Yeah. And we're going to try to make him sound like a superstar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's easy that, enough to do. I that, can send you some videos of people who shouldn't have recorded a single. Oh, Terry, you're like a breath of fresh air in my world. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I know. Speaking of food and pop culture, did someone order Thai? Soccer players being rescued from a mine? That's the closest to a professional segue I'll ever do. Wow. Yeah. That that was a professional segue? That was yeah. the closest it's getting. <laughs> well, well done saving the kids. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Good for the kids. Yeah, that's well, very I cool. just want to know how they got in there in the first place. They the, actually like, used to go there. It's, yeah. a, it's apparently a regular thing for them. They oh. hiked in. But what they hiked in, and uh, the then it filled with water. There was uh, it's not a tsunami. I'm looking for the right word for it. Uh, anyway, Monsoon. big wave, big ass wave. Monsoon. There you go. Uh, came in behind them, and being a cave, right? Like it, it rushes over and then fills the inside of the cave. So where they could walk in, and it was probably downhill a little bit. Now water is coursed in there and filled that space. Oh, good thing they didn't drown. Uh, yeah, no doubt. So I yeah. guess that was a big part of it, actually. While they were in there, because uh, they were in there with their soccer coaches, some of them didn't know how to swim, this and the other thing, and he actually began training them. Oh. And actually well, taught them to coach. swim, taught them diving techniques, uh, and they had people that would go in and bring them food, you know, I guess when the water level permitted or whatever. And right. I guess, like, the SEALs worked with them and taught them. So they were, like, really, like, they were training these kids. Being you mean Elon Musk? Maybe Elon Musk seal seals seal seals <laughs> seal seals. I like the picture. Much We're not better. clubbing anything, <laughs> right? No, Elon Musk actually sent a mini submarine. Well, he ah. built one, but I don't think it made it there. Yeah, they that's sent not how it. They got them out. No, that's not how they got them out. But he actually no. sent it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're saying that this could help in the future because he didn't get it. They literally he didn't get it done in time. Kind of like it's not like they contract him and he failed, but it's just that they just didn't get there before they managed to get there. Yeah, he's just like, oh mm. shit. Well, let's build a mini sub. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
And then one guy had the idea. Uh, this is like a guy that matters. He was like a SEAL coordinator or something like that. Um, again, I want to imagine just wet seals, not navy. Seals. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and he had the idea that they could like basically knock them out and anesthetize them or whatever, and then put them kind of in an oxygen chamber and just haul them out like cargo, kind of deal. Which I mean, at the time, I was kind of that's not that bad of an idea, kind of. You know what I mean? Like you're taking care of a lot of problems there. What I guess they ended up doing was not that, but they gave them anti-anxiety medication and did ah. something similar so that they wouldn't panic going through. Because, I mean, you can travel for a long time, you know what I mean, in a cave, <laughs> in tight spaces underwater. It's, I, could, I, mean, I couldn't. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, so, I mean, yeah, it can, get pretty, it can get pretty bad down there. There's a long time you're in confined spaces. So to keep these people from, these kids from panicking, they gave them anti-anxiety medication. And I guess, like, the Thai president or whatever uh, was responded because people had heard both stories, like what I just told you. And they're like, oh, so they drugged them. So obviously they don't knock them out and haul them out. And he's like, no, we would never do that. We gave them anti-anxiety medication instead. Well, I'm kind of a mixed opinions on that. Yeah, you still drugged them. <laughs> like, you still, yeah. And if that kid was, like, sick in the outside world and had to be put under for surgery, you would know the appropriate way to anesthetize them, et cetera, et cetera. There's a protocol for that. Not, I don't want to fluff it up too much and call them anti, you know, psychotics. That's not what they are. Like anti-anxiety medication, though, that kid wouldn't ever cross paths with unless something horrible happened in their life. You know it what I mean? Worked. Like that's a weird brain chemistry thing that I don't. I almost don't agree that that was the better option. Like as to the Thai president's statement, like I almost don't agree that's the better option. That's quite up for grabs, I think. It worked. Like, well, no, it worked. That's fine. Now, at the end of the day, it worked. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. But as hey, they got out safely. It was the better? Uh, I don't know about it. I mean, they got them out. There's, there's, they could have got them out probably without drugs, too. Somebody might have panicked, somebody might not have. They don't know, right? But, like, I, yeah. To me, that seems weird. Quit complaining about a win. Anesthetic, yeah. <laughs> seems, anesthetic seems like it would have been the better... There's no pictures on it. a scorecard. A win is a win. A win's a win. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this thing we do with the English language. It's called discussion. It helps podcasts last longer and be more interesting. Let's see if anyone wants to talk about that. He smashed his ass into a car. He uh, was scootering along in Italy. This is a great video. I encourage you to watch it because it was on a surveillance camera. He was scootering along with a buddy and a car stopped to make the corner and Buddy whipped past the car. George Clooney whipped into the car. He did not make it past the car. So oh. he collides with the car, bounces up like three feet in the air and down on the ground again. <laughs> Oh, so he, he failed his dexterity <laughs> yeah. check. Yeah, yes. he failed his dexterity yes, check. Yes, he did. That's exactly what happened. So, yes. Uh, yeah, so that's an interesting video. You want to get out there and watch that. George Clooney bounced himself off of a car. He's okay now, obviously. Uh, otherwise, we'd be talking about the fact that George Clooney's paralyzed. But um, Oh, that would be a shame. That would be horrible. <laughs> that's karma for the Batman movie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's hardly fair to blame the actor for taking lots of money to play a role. Oh, it's Batman. How do you mess it up? But, well, how, it's George well, Clooney. How do you not mess it up? George Clooney's been good. Well, and I don't think shows. that's fair. Well, and I don't think it's fair Fine. to say it's Batman. How do you mess it up? I think that's more reason to mess it up because the <laughs> legacy of that franchise, right? That's that's yeah. a very intimidating thing to step into. Like, I think if you're playing somebody nobody's ever seen on the screen, then how the fuck do you mess it up? You make it yours. You know that's what I mean? True. But if, you, if you're playing somebody that people for decades and decades have identified with and stuff, that's a whole shit ton of pressure. To bring that character out the way that people think, you know, and obviously you can't appease everybody, so you're trying to shoot for the middle, you know. Right. <laughs> like, they offer so me twenty million dollars to play Batman. 
I'm Batman. And that's the end of it. (laughs) You know, that's the end of it. (laughs) Fuck what you think. (laughs) Imagine a whole Batman movie where he doesn't say anything. The silent silent protagonist, right? (laughs) Batmime. Batmime. There There you go. (laughs) No, and we asked how it's going, you responded with fine, which we have a a whole episode where we bicker about what fine means based on different genders, so... See, I'm good with fine. I'm good with fine. (laughs) Paul isn't. Fine is like a middle of the road. Like, fine doesn't mean it's good. Oh, good God, are we doing this again? So right. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. We're not even going here. (laughs) But we don't know what Terry thinks of fine, though. Well, I I think it depends where you are. I'm doing fine right now. And uh, if you asked me at the airport if I was fine, I'd probably say I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You're not an airport person. I am not. Well, I have to go to the airport every like two weeks, four weeks. I'm there all the time, in and out. And it's just, uh, it's not a problem with the airport. It's the problem with the people at the airport. It's kind of like, get out of my way! (laughs) So just the people move too slow? That too. Move too slow, or you get stuck behind the person who's their first time going through the airport. And it's like, yes, you have to take off your belt. You have to take all the change out of your pocket. Move it! Get out of here! Right? So, they like walk through with their purse, like, oh, I didn't know it would set off the metal detector. There's no <laughs> metal in it as it's covered in zippers. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. rookies. Rookies, get out of here. That's why I have a Nexus card. I could do curbside the gate in eight minutes. Like Holy that. shit, what's oh, a Nexus yeah. card? Nexus card is uh, fast entry on Canada as well as for the border. Really? So they have my fingerprints and uh, IR scan. So, hello, Putin, again. So, <laughs> Oh, snap. So hello! they know it's you. <laughs> they know it's me. question, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got all my forms figured out because I work in the States as well. So mm-hmm. I had to apply for the U.S. visa. And it's just, oh, man, those people at the airports. And it's, it's, you get these people who are like, oh, I like to travel. Or I like this. It's like, no, you like to exist at an exotic location. You don't like to travel. It's just, you say you like traveling. I will take you with me on my journeys and show you how horrible it is being at the airport at four in the morning, getting prodded by a security guard. No, you don't like to travel. You just like to be exist at Lake Louise and get a picture, just like every yeah. other person. No shit. Holy, yeah, well said. No doubt. No, so my I'm wife get- is uh, considers herself, fancies herself to be a professional traveler. Not that she mm-hmm. does it for work, but she travels a lot in her youth. So every time we go to the airport, before the the customs guy or whatever there, before that guy gets to get his hands on me, I've already gotten the speech from my wife. She's like, "Okay, right. get your belt off, get this off, empty your pockets." It's, like, it's in the tray before that guy gets to open his mouth on it. Right. Like yeah. she keeps me disciplined, man. She when it comes to an airport. Well, you never want to get stuck behind me on some of my heavier, heavier traveler days because, like, on the days where I have to bring both laptops and I have a CPAP machine, so all of that has to go into a separate bin, separate bin, separate bin, separate bin, backpack, this and no, that. I take damn. up the whole line. I look at the person behind me. I'm like, ah, sorry, sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't say the word through. bomb. No, you don't say the word bomb. Yeah, don't say the word bomb. bomb. Yeah. <laughs> It's a weird way to play that. Just look at the TSA agent on the way out. You, my friend, you to bomb and yeah. run. As, far as, <laughs> as Paul's tackled by six agents and taken into a nice <laughs> little room. <laughs> I'm just like, listen to the podcast for fuck's sake. Um, oh, man, I got taken to secondary the other day because I had to reapply for my U.S. visa. So it expired. Okay. Um, and part of the package is they want your degree. Not a photocopy of the degree. They want the actual degree. You know, it's sitting here at a $150 frame. 
I was like, oh. I'm not going to bring that to the airport. Yeah. So I just brought a photocopy along with, you know, the letter from my company and this and this and that. And I put it in an old binder I had. I was actually using it for D&D. Okay. And I walk up to the guy. And he's like, well, where's your, where's your degree? I'm like, here's a photocopy. <laughs> and yeah. he just got so angry. And he, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was like a Latino or Spanish or something. He goes, no, no, you can't do this. This could be this. Da, 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 go to the secondary. Go, go now. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> um, the guy in secondary was nicer. Uh, he was like, you've applied for this before. So obviously, you know, it's like, this can't be a fake. But do you have your transcript with you or mm -hmm. anything? And I was like, no, wait a second. This binder I had pulled randomly out of my shelf actually had a transcript from 2012 in it. Just oh. random. Just random. And I was like, holy crap. It was just sticking out of the binder. I was like, I do have a transcript. Nice. Like, this is as lucky as Nob gets with Timora. <laughs> like, absolutely. And then I got it all and everything. And so now I'm free to go in and out of the US as I please. Okay. Nice. But, nice. Oh, man. Like in secondary, it's scary. It's just like mm -hmm. silence. <laughs> I have had somebody burn me to prove a point. Really? So. What point yeah. was that? That you can be burned? Okay, so when I was uh, young, I don't know, I feel like if I just started a sentence, when I was young, people Hippie think of gangster. me being four years old, but no, when I was like 15, yeah, I uh, ran away from home, and a whole bunch of us ran away from home, it was kind of like a, I, I wouldn't say a pact, but we were like the lost kids club, you know, like we ran away and we all roved in the same group together, um, and found places to sleep, this and the other thing. For a while I lived in the back of an abandoned Mustang in the middle of winter, that was a horrible experience. Um, <laughs> very fucking cold. Um, anyway, uh, what were we talking about when I got into this? I just- Burned. Fucking space, yeah, like, anyways, so as a part of this, we're all sitting around stone, screwed up on God knows what. A big part of this experience was us trying to find ways to get ourselves high. So oh. whenever, <laughs> so whenever you're doing that, you're, you're taking your chances on random things you can find and whether they'll combust or fit up your nose in an orderly fashion, right? <laughs> uh, so we weren't in the most level of minds, I suppose. And so we took to heating up the end of a pipe, uh, like a, 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 a hashish pipe. As yep. the proppers call them, <laughs> uh, to heating up the end of a pipe and then scorching ourselves with it. Because if you take that pipe, get it really, really red hot, and then drive it onto your skin, it hurts, I guess, extremely if you could get to the point of extremely, but it only lasts for about a second. And then all your nerves go, oh yeah, fuck, we can't deal with this. Forget about feeling. And then you just don't feel shit, kind of. Like, it kind of just puts you into shock. So. Huh. So that sounds decided, like fun. So we decided this was a good idea. So there's a bunch of us. Holla, if any of you happen to be listening to this. Kids, uh, don't do drugs. There's nope. a bunch of us out there in the world that have the, the a, a circle, literally, burnt into our flesh from, pipe, from a pipe. Because um, yeah. we try smoking whatever we could get our hands on. It wasn't what belonged in the pipe. Uh, through this pipe and then scorching our flesh with it and like to superheat it. So... So, there's, I have one uh, right in the middle of my forearm, basically. I had one of the deeper ones. I'm, like, legit not bragging there. I, people would come up to me and be like, oh, shit, I saw his, but yours is way worse. Like, it was bad when I did it. So, I had one of the deeper, deeper, deeper ones. And uh, I, I, so, we did these, and then it became a thing. Like, so all of us that were in this group together all got these burns. So, we all match. Right, so like if, a, if an arm was to wash up on the shore, I could look at him and be like, "Dude, it's Ben." You know, I could be like, "Oh no, his arm." Yeah. So, um, it's okay. He's armless. Paul has disproven Darwin's he's, theory he's right unarmed. there. <laughs> yeah, right. he's unarmed. 
Um, so, but I, there's one guy actually, that guy, <laughs> shit, sorry, I use your name, uh, who went all the way around and, but he stopped because the one he couldn't get was the one in the middle of his wrist. It was too much. So he's got a bracelet that goes all the way around his wrist right until he hit that vein in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see that um, guy, point and laugh. So yeah, anyways, he actually changed his life. He hightailed it in the opposite direction and uh, doesn't do any of that stuff anymore. Isn't involved in any part of that world. I don't even think he uses swear words anymore. Uh, Ooh, he up. was like hardcore reborn and shit after a few years. Uh, he apparently came from a really dark mushroom trip and he lost uh. his mind and like he was like, yeah, I, I'm done with this shit. What's the opposite of doing drugs? God, okay! And he, like, no. jumped on that bandwagon. Um, <laughs> but, so, oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, back to how this lands in me being proven that I could burn myself. A couple years go by, and uh, one of my best friends during that period of time, we lost him. Rest in peace, Stevie. Uh, he didn't make it out of that life, unfortunately. Um, and uh, we were sitting around with this girl, and, and being, being guys sitting around with a girl, and uh, he was telling her of all our exploits and this, that, and the other thing, and we were drunk, so he was in that, this guy is my brother, I fucking love this guy, stage. <laughs> and uh, he was talking about how fucking awesome it was, and how mine was like the deepest one. He's like, no, no, check this shit out. And he's like, so all the while, I'm not really paying attention to the fact he's been superheating a lighter throughout this whole conversation. And he's like, like, no, seriously, I'm telling you, this guy, he's all, he's all, he's nuts, and talking about me. So he grabs my arm, and he's like, no, like, seriously, check this shit out, and he gives me the lighter. Scott. No, no. So, in the, the spirit of the situation, this wasn't like a guy, like, trying to hurt me, in, in the, it was camaraderie in the, or in the nature and context of the situation, you know, so, obviously, I'm just like, fuck you, this is happening now, I guess. <laughs> so. Guess you had to go through with it. Yeah, so I just kind of let it happen. So now it looks like on my wrist I have the letter C-O. It looks like I, or on my arm, sorry. It looks like I have Co written on my arm because I have the O from the uh, pipe and I have the C from the butt of the Bic lighter. <laughs> so I have these two really, really deep, deep fucking scars on my arm where hair doesn't grow. <laughs> oh. I think Terry wants to shill for somebody. Uh, I do? Who? The blue soft, the blue microphone I'm using? The blue snowball? I think you're shilling for that, aren't you? Yeah, it's a wonderful. One sec, I got it here. It is the Snowball Ice, the versatile USB microphone. You can find it at your local Memory Express. It's about $85. It's uh, very sensitive, so I had to put a sock on it. <laughs> put a sock in it, but I put a sock on it. Um, I love it. It's easy to set up. You just plug and play. There nice. you go. Look at that. We got some hashtag shill life. Shill life. Indeed. Yeah, we totally forgot about shill life this week. Wow. Do you we think didn't we have, forget about anything. Do you think we have better things to do now that there's a third person here? Wow. That's yeah, no. things to talk about. Yeah. No, no, we have nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So and we wouldn't be doing this if we had better things to do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so if you're listening to this bright and early on Friday morning... And if you're that devoted that you you, you hook up the headphones when it comes out at 6.30 a.m., you can now continue straight on through and listen to the very first installment of our very first D&D campaign. Woohoo! You guys synchronize that. And if, you got, and if you're not listening then, well, still, go ahead and listen to it. It should play next in your episode order. So, yeah, there you go. Guess I have a little bit of a callback to the first-ish episode. 
Callback to the first-ish episode of the podcast? Or the podcast. Wow. I know, right? That's pretty hard at this point. What are we on with this, like, episode 15 or something? So, like, I mean, that's that's a long time. like that. That's a long time back. I think it's our 17th when you include bonus episodes and stuff. So, yeah, it's almost been four months. It has been, no doubt. Um, So, in the first episode, I walked by a construction site and I tore my jacket. Yes. Do you remember yes. that? Yeah. You must be curious where this is going. I am now curious where it is going because it has been a while. So, you know me. I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm not the kind of person to hold a grudge or anything of that nature. So, uh, your history doesn't suggest such a thing. What? I don't. What? Why do you think I hold a grudge? I've listened to your hippie gangster stories. Oh, well, yeah, but that was the old me. Ah, Homie. The, <laughs> the new and improved Paul. Yeah, I've totally, I've totally turned it. I've turned all it right, all right. What do we got? So, what do we got? So I went by there the other day, and it was a Saturday. This is a couple of weeks ago almost now. But I went by there, and the gates were open. And it was a Saturday, and nobody was around. So it was pretty evidently, pretty evidently somebody had left it open. So I was like, ugh. So I thought to myself, you know... Like, what would I want somebody to do? So, like, you know, we let bygones be bygones be bygones. So you stole so, a bunch of tools. So so I stole a porta potty and... Uh, no. Nice. Uh, so I... Uh, no, I did not steal a porta potty. Bleh, porta potty. Um, so I, uh, I I called the the number that they had on the sign there, the, uh, which harkens back, ironically, to uh, the number that I called when I tore my jacket. And I um, left a message for the guy on the other end. Unironically, at that point, like I didn't, I don't think it didn't occur to me it'd be the same person. I'm not even sure if it was. Like I didn't, that wasn't a part of my. So yeah, that only just occurred to me. Uh, so I called and I left a message. I said, "Hey, it's bright and early on Saturday morning. There is not a vehicle in sight on the property in your gate, so wide freaking open. So you might want to, uh, you know, do something about that if you're unaware of the situation. You know, uh, peace be with you." And I, uh, I left a message for him so I uh, Monday morning I get a phone call and I just don't answer my phone much anymore I'm get I we talked about this on the last episode when we had Terry <laughs> on with the fucking the CRA keeps calling me pick not the real CRA like the CRA scammers and all gotcha, this keep gotcha. calling me so I just don't pay much attention to my phone anyways he left me a message and the guy that left the night before was supposed to lock it up. He says, I trusted somebody to lock it up, and they didn't. And this end, he says, in, in conclusion, he said that he wishes there was more people like me in the world. Oh. So I did a good thing for the kids, even though, and I mean, it's not like it's his fault. I don't think he put up the fence. That's like, but I, uh, I, I did a good thing for the the construction site without holding a grudge, you know, against. I call him back and say they owe you a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> or at least remember. A, at least a hat. <laughs> at least a hat. Yeah, with the company's name on it. That's exactly. what I'll get out of the deal. Yeah. That's right. I, I had that said I tore my jacket at a at a I don't even know who owns the site at like a PCL construction site and this hat's the only thing I got. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no doubt. So I thought that was I thought you might find that interesting. Yeah. That's my yeah, that's uh, it's a thing. It's a thing, it's a thing, and it, it, it leads back to yeah, and it leads back to the first episode, so I thought that was worthwhile noting. If that was the first thing that happened, I don't know if I would have remembered to bring it up, but the fact that it, it harkens back to something, I thought it made it worthwhile. 
Well, that was awfully nice, Paul. I know. I did a good thing for somebody, even though I didn't have to, and I could have been bitter about it. I could have been like, good, I hope you lose tools in the exact value of the amount of my jacket. I could have... Five bucks? I didn't. (laughs) 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 It has emotional value. Anyways, I... uh, So, yeah, but I didn't. I did did a good thing, and yeah. So, I I would say it paid off, but it only really paid off because he stroked my ego, but it... So, it didn't really pay off, I guess, but it paid off. Um, That's what we live for as human beings. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's about that. Um... I, I should I should breathe in between before I go into like anything else. I should Yeah, no kidding. I should ask you, you're 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 my co host. I should ask you if you have anything to say about that. I should ask you if you have anything to um add. No, that's just really touching. I thought so. Uh thought yeah, so. it touches me right below the cockle area. In the subcockles? Yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dennis Leary. There you go. Yeah. If you're old you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I grew up... If you're not old, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. I was raised by no cure for cancer, and I should not have been... I was way too young. I knew that... Okay, okay, whoa, bam! Okay, want a story? There we go, (laughs) Dad. There we go. Just walked into a story. Just totally walked into a story. See, I I know your dad listens. That was... Yeah. (laughs) Well, they try. No, no, I know he listens. (laughs) And and so, you know, I'm just going to have to say... Do you know how many things I have to cover up for? <laughs> I, I'm just just saying here, you know. <laughs> you, know you, you, you could have beat Paul a little more. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do you think that would have made this neurotic mess of a person any more together? <laughs> mm, you never know. Okay, okay. I guess I think I technically I'm not 100% sure, but I think I kind of have my uh, a phantom older brother that's out there somewhere to thank for this too. Uh, but I don't know. Anyway, so I was a phantom that, older brother. Uh, yeah, I have an older brother, but I haven't seen him in like eons and eons and eons, and that's a whole thing like uh, that I might want to, you know, track him down one day and stuff, and I don't know, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, but so I get inter- I get more interesting by the episode now, don't I? So, anyways, so yeah, at, the beginning, at the beginning of No Cure for Cancer, Dennis Leary, God, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is just gonna be so mundane, it's so weird and mundane to you. Uh, comes out and he, the, the audience goes nuts for him as they should. Uh, Dennis Leary's a stand-up comedian. Let's get that in case you really don't know what's happening. And he says thank you. He says thank you. He says thank you several times. And he says fuck you. He's kind of got you, this. Thank you. Thank you and fuck you. Yeah, he's kind of got this uh, Andrew Dice Clay thing about him. So he. Yes, so he does. anyways, so <clears throat> I thought. When I was, I don't even know, I might have been six, seven. I thought that was freaking hilarious. I thought that was like, that was the freaking bee's knees. I thought that was, I thought that was where it was. There was never going to be a joke that was better than that. Um, wow. So I thought that was, that was just absolutely the, the, the shiznit. So then now skip to, we have these neighbors that live about four houses down. And they are, I mean, they are, but she, mainly the wife, I mean, they both were, but I mean, the, the wife was the one that really I remember in my recollection, um, as was super religious, was super, super duper religious. Always um, good. And, and I mean, I don't even know, I don't have my, my I don't have enough, 
uh, can, memories from back then to, to really remember exactly what, like, to put it into adult perspective, to be able to explain, because I don't know exactly what religion she was, but I mean, all white old people, old white people, so I'm gonna assume that she was, like, you know, just hardcore, like, Catholic, or maybe, like, hardcore, you know, Christian, which sure, wants to draw sure. that line, you know? God-fearing, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, though, I'm over there, and this is the greatest thing in my world, this joke, and I can remember... Like, just so clearly telling that joke. Explain, like, because she's, I was telling her about my favorite video at the time, VHS, I know. Uh, telling her about my favorite video at the time, and this, that, and oh, it's the greatest thing, and he, thank you, thank you, and fuck you, and oh my god, like, just the world, and I rem I can taste the room at that moment, okay? Comments. She didn't beat your ass? Comments, oh no. Comments included things like my ears are burning. Okay. <laughs> this okay. is this was one of my first reviews of a public performance. <laughs> my ears are burning was included. Um and, and she was just mortified. I remember my my parents, my mother was there and and my mother um left to her own devices would not have necessarily pushed these kind of things on me, but my my parents were very engaged in a lot of different things like even though it was only four years ago and things like that like well actually it came out the year I was born my father was a huge Guns N' Roses fan and we had Appetite for Destruction in the house and like it was always on a lot and this that and the other thing like so it was very very modern I guess by today's standards my parents were probably kind of hipsters I don't know if that's like Probably not the accurate but term, not, but... Not exactly hipster, but very, uh, like, almost up with it, in a sense, for the times. Like, sure, let's in a, go with that. Hyper-modern, I remember there's lots of books about childcare and stuff like that, and, like, very... So, um, so anyways, yeah, so I, I'm mortified, this poor woman, with by quoting Dennis Leary content. And I remember my mother was there, and she was... I can't remember exactly what was said, but it was definitely to the effect of, Stop, you need to stop talking now. This is way out of control. <laughs> and I just leaned on it. Because when you're fucking seven years old and you get a reaction from something, you're milking that. Like, you're milking that till it's sounds kind of like Sounds <laughs> kind of like you on the podcast these days. And Yeah, well, exactly. exactly. I like to milk things <laughs> when I get something good. I don't know how to let go of it. I just need validation. But uh, so that's exactly... Yeah, so I, I tortured this poor woman. I tortured this poor woman. I can't imagine... Like, that night, I can't imagine what she had to say to God to get away with having me in her house. Okay. So we all know, we've talked about it on the podcast, the surgery I'm facing, and the realities of it. Mm -hmm. They're, you know... Uh, there, there's a one in eight chance of things going really bad. You yeah. know, as, as we mentioned. Yeah. So, guess what I've got to do the past couple of days? Okay. Uh, oh, you should know this, actually. I know what you've been doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've had the enjoyment of going through all my stuff, hobby stuff specifically, all that stuff, and going, who gets what? Mm -hmm. And I will tell you right now, <laughs> it is fucking depressing. Well, yeah! There, uh, there is no way to describe it. Um, I mean, you're sitting there and you're thinking about... Well, you're thinking about, okay, well, who would like this stuff? Who would like that? And then all of a sudden that reality clicks in of, oh, wait a second, <laughs> this is real. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a that's a really that's a that's a I I guess that's a really how I know that's a harsh way to be thinking, but I I, I don't I I you, you have explain to be, it well. You have to be yeah. prepared. You explain it well. Well, while I fully expect to win the surgery and have no problems whatsoever, mm-hmm. the reality is you have to, you know, you have to be able to get some things prepared just in case. Now, the good news for any listeners here, if I do drop on the table, uh-huh. Paul gets my microphone so we don't have to deal with all the crap out of his microphone. <laughs> hey, this week the sound might be better. I'm oh, you still hear the background. Hands. Yeah, did you uh, add a sock to your microphone? Uh, no, I just still have the foam. Ah, we're gonna see go. about. We're gonna see about this week. Oh yeah, he's making me record on Audacity as well. Yeah, yeah like he the wants pros to waste. Do. Yeah, he wants me to waste all my disk space. Mm-hmm. You can delete it right after you send it to me. Yeah, well, you know, this is just an, another step of being a pain in the ass. Wow. And you know, a pro usually turns his phone on to vibrate when you're recording. Yeah, no, I, I, I tried, and, and it, it just it wasn't comfortable with it. <laughs> it wasn't comfortable <laughs> with being silent. No, it wasn't. It was like, I want to express myself, motherfucker. So I was like, okay. Well, you know, get a better ringtone, too. Yeah, I know, that's a really pathetic ringtone, isn't it? You know... Maybe Dennis Leary's asshole would be good. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I'm, wouldn't that wouldn't that be awesome in the middle of a doctor's office or something like that? No doubt. A S S H O L E. Everybody. I feel like people don't have really ringtones that often anymore. That's kind of an old thing. I think that is an old thing That's nowadays. Very, like two thousand five, I think. Like even when you're out in public and people's phones ring, it's always phones rings. It's uh, I speak the English. Um, and people's wow. phones ring. So this is why uh, I do a lot of the voice acting. It's very... Well, it's so blah outside. I swear to God, it's sucking the life out of me. It's horrible. The color outside is gray. You can't imagine people. Unless you, like, live in a place where it's gray outside, then you know. If you've ever seen, like, uh, rain clouds yeah. in your life... Yeah, rain clouds, rain clouds, that's what they're called, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I imagine nobody's ever seen those before. No, no, no we only have them here, so, uh, like, yeah, no, not a lot of people get to see them. Carry on! <laughs> so, hang on, also, since we're talking about the show, yeah, 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 let's stay there, let's stay there. So, if you don't want to say something to us on Twitter or something, if you want to say something to, if you want to come on the show and say something, if you think you're interesting enough to come on the show, if you want to, let's say, be our guest, then why don't you go to everythingpaul.net slash be our guest, and there's a form there we, that you can fill out, and you can tell us why you belong on the Total Stick Cast. And why we should let you come on and talk to us. If you wanted, you could also just give us suggestions for episodes, but you can do that on Twitter. So everythingpaul.net slash be our guest and tell us why you should come on the show. Um, or, or Paul could just make a website for Total Stick Show. And, well, no, I could, but I already bought, I bought one, one domain a year is good enough for me. Buying things? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Do you not use a free web host service? 
Yeah, uh, well, yeah, to an extent, but everything's only free until you actually own it, unless you want a www dot. Oh yeah, okay. Your I, I website one two three four slash one two nine eight seven. Yeah, no, like I own everything. Paul dot net. Like I had, yeah, I'm registered in the whole nine nine freaking yards. How much does so. that cost? How much did that cost you? Oh, I'm trying to remember what this one cost me. It wasn't the most expensive by all because I've shopped for names. Uh, I think around twenty bucks. I think it was like nineteen something. That's it. Wrong. So yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's I do have a .net. That's important. Everythingpaul.com's taken, and there's just so many other things I thought of and looked up that are taken. My name's super common, so like anything like Paul.com, you can kiss it goodbye. Paul dot anything, you can kiss it goodbye. My Paul Johnson, you can kiss it goodbye. Like anything. So I I, I had to get creative, right? Yeah. So and and I can't go like. Because a lot of authors have like uh, it would be like Paul Johnson author or Paul Johnson writes or something like that. Um, but on this, I didn't want to limit it to that because I have so many things and it was a way to bring everything together in one place. That was the only reason it exists. So everything Paul became, you know. So guess what? I just learned something. What's that? It, you know, it, website cost you twenty bucks. I was like, yeah, oh, that's um, actually not. Terrible. No, it's not terrible. But then uh, to bring it over to uh, Wix and get all the full advantages of Wix, I can't remember exactly what you, but it's, you kind of have to. Oh, that's what it is. You take the ads off. You take Wix's ads off of it. Um, to get that under control, you pay another thing to Wix for like the year. Do I pay Wix yearly? I think I do. So I get dinged with a couple things for having a website. Why don't you just have people so. use an ad blocker? Well, because that's like, kind of ghetto like to make people like to ask people like i could just have a proper website for that much more and if i'm going to own the name i might as well if you're not using so. a an ad blocker on your browser there's something wrong but it's you. not like wix puts their ad on it i mean like it's to justify it being free so like i don't think i don't know for sure that it would work they might just say your page doesn't load i'm not 100 percent sure i doubt it yeah, well, I'm not sure. But yeah, so anyway, so I did everything by the book. So that's, okay, yeah. well, that's, so that's about what it costs. That was a really weird. That's like, people are listening to the. We're killing them. That's, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, well, that was, I honestly that was so did boring. Not know that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what happened. That's how, yeah, that's basically how it works. And then you go on a registry, and then you also. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a fucking thing, too. There's. I think it's like two dollars or something like that. You pay to the fucking internet gods, whoever it is, like the federal commission. <laughs> it's the it's the FTC or somebody like that. Sure. And if you don't want to pay that, like it's like two or three bucks. If you don't pay that though, anybody in the world can get your information because you go on a registry by having a website and your information, and that's how they prove that you're there's a person behind that site. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. If they need FBI needs to get you, whatever. They there's an actual directory out there. Um. And Hi, they FBI. put you and they put you on that directory and if you don't pay that two three bucks everybody can read like your phone number and address and shit so you oh. fucking block it like so yeah advice so you people. have to pay to keep your information private yeah Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. That was a shock to me. Like, I'm like, I just finished paying for the name. I just finished paying to, like, have it on Wix without fucking banners. And then you're going to tell me that I have to pay, like, I mean, they're like, hey, we could just leak all your information or you could pay us money. Well, duh. For three bucks after you've just raped and pillaged me already? Yeah, whatever. Fine. Like, I'll, yeah, you win. Like, of course. I don't want my information just fucking willy-nilly. Look at the show I do. That's all, like... Fair enough. <laughs> I don't uh, want my information out there. So. 
have you have I told the story? I was gonna say maybe close with this. Did I even tell you though? Is what I'm starting to think. I'm starting to doubt that. Maybe this is the, about a guy pulling over and trying to sell me things. No, I can't say. I've no. Heard okay, this. okay, okay. Then I don't want to. I'm trying not to spoiler it. I'm just yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Interesting then. Okay, so I don't think you've heard this. So let's close on a story. Yay! Okay. Story time. Yeah. It's time for random people try to sell Paul things. Um, so I was walking down the street. This goes back maybe two weeks, three weeks, like a long time ago, but not a long time ago in years. Like a long time ago as in recently. Um, sure, let's go. So yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, <laughs> so a long time ago as in recently, I was walking down the street and I, I, I got by this thing where you'd pull in to go into a parking lot on a side road. And this, this little black, um, like... Uh, one of these like mini SUV things like it's not an SUV it's like a hybrid or uh, not a hybrid but like uh, you know what I mean sure those mini it, SUVs it's a vehicle yeah those little mini SUVs anyways I'm trying to paint a picture here and it's, it's black and it's all nice and it, it it kind of veers towards the sidewalk as though it's gonna pull it and then doesn't and then and then it veers in and so the guy uh, waves to me like the way people wave to you when they're saying I'm sorry for being a uh, jerk driver you know what I mean so I'm like yeah shit happens to people waved at him and then uh, then his wave changed and it became no, no 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 not just sorry for being a jerk driver come on over and chat with me <laughs> so I'm like oh, okay so this I, sounds like uh, drugs uh, this sounds like drugs so I go over to the window and uh, I get there and it gets better it's better than drugs so I get over Ooh. to the window I know so I pull up to my first window no let me not confuse the situation so I walk over to his window driver's side window and he reaches his hand out in the way that you do when you're gonna hand somebody something so just like I mean I'm sure like if there was a psychiatrist there like watching us like lab rats they would have been just noting like madmen on their clipboard as I I just proved like it, it complied because it was obvious this man was going to hand me something so my hand shot out and went all right that I receive when people do that so I just subconsciously but I don't even know how it happened I was before I knew it, he was handing me something so my, my hands are there and he opens his hand and drops into it a whole bunch of now I'm gonna say quote-unquote gold now, I'm going to preface this with the fact that not so long ago in my lifetime, I, I used to work in a pawn shop, and I used to spend a lot of time doing acid tests with gold and this and the other thing and playing with gold and fake Absolutely. gold and real gold. It's and an important touched, thing to know. Yeah, and I've touched a lot of gold, and, and there's some really cheap fake gold, and then there's some really like good fake gold and this and the other thing. I, I mean, what he handed me, though, didn't feel inherently... It wasn't like he put it in my hand and went, oh, fucking handful of costumes, really. What the hell is... Like, it... It, it felt right but so he hands me this handful of gold it's um uh, like a necklace like a big thick though like a necklace doesn't put it into perspective big thick fucking necklace thing not gangstery though uh more a like chain. uh yeah a chain but i just don't want it to sound gangstery because it's, it's more like a uh, uh, like pawnbroker kind of thing i guess if you will um a nice uh, chain a nice chain yeah and uh, I think there was a watch in it. Uh, no, there wasn't a watch. There was, I think it was just that and some rings. That's what it was, and rings. So he hands me this, this mitt full of gold, and he goes, I, I, I'll give this to you for not money, groceries. Okay. Different. Different. Now, it's like, okay, 
if I made scads and scads and scads of money and I had just the money to throw and I, this might be a different conversation I would ask you a whole lot more questions to find out about you know what I mean like this might be if I thought it could because you're asking me for for food that's way entirely different than asking you can't return food that's you know, true. like, not really, not the same way. Like, you're not going to walk back in the way. So, like, it's not, you're asking me for something very, you're, you're pulling on something there. You got something. So, uh, it's, it's very strange. So, he says, I, I, I just need groceries. I, I, so, I told him, like, I, I began to give him back some. I told him, honestly, I don't have the means to help you. Like, I'm not the guy you're looking for, right? I'm very polite about it, of course. Like, he's giving me no reason not to be. And then he begins to explain to me that he's got... Oh, these guys... Sorry, I, I don't see color. <laughs> no, these guys are... Uh, well, this guy... I'm going to explain more about that in a second. Is uh, Middle Eastern of some nature. And he did wind up telling me where he was from. Okay. And I'm trying to remember, and I'm having a hard time. Uh, but it, yeah, like uh, would you United like me Emirate to start naming? Area. Would you like um, me to start naming countries? <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, so, anyways, that, yeah. So, anyways, he's from he's Middle Eastern of some nature, and um, he so he starts to explain to me. He says that he has a daughter. And this and the now keeping in mind, remember the whole picture I've painted here because I was specific at the beginning. This is no piece of shit car. Okay, this is like it's in mint condition. Like yes, it's, everything's yes, yes. perfect in there. Yeah. Uh, he's decently dressed. He's well groomed. He doesn't look like he's you know been traveling for days. Blinging it out. Like yeah. So anyway, so he and he met, he says he's got his daughter in the back. There's a girl uh, in the back. Yeah, like she's young, young, young. Like probably three, four, or five, or something like that. Um, and this and the other thing. And then there's this other guy in the vehicle with him that's older by all means, and he's kind of hunched over. Looks like could be like not feeling the greatest maybe kind of deal gotcha. uh, this guy doesn't seem like he's on drugs at all the guy I'm talking to and, like I, I've told him I don't I don't have the means to help you like I'm, I'm not the guy you're looking for you know like and this and, and so uh, out of the kindness and this is the part where I can't imagine maybe this is why I didn't tell you this story because I can't imagine what this doesn't I, I, I expect you to mock me I uh, probably I, yeah probably but my wife is um, we're, 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 we're a bi-religious household my wife is um, Christian and identifies as Christian and goes to church and this and the other thing. So church identifies as Christian. Uh, you're either so, Christian or you're not. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I get, but I'm saying that like she's a fit. Like yeah, I don't. Some people are like, well, yeah, for lack of in case I burn in hell, I guess I'm Christian on the major holidays. You know what I mean? But she's actually like yeah into it anyway. So the point of the story being that churches have been known to give away a lot of money to people in India. She's been she's been able to help. Uh, the odd person here and there in the past few churches and stuff like that. So, whatever. Um, so I, uh, so I, I was going to. I asked him if he had a phone number or any way to get a hold of him in the future. You know, should there be a way that I can be of assistance to you? Like, you're obviously going to be here for a while. I mean, you know, just judging by what he's driving and shit. I don't know. So, anyways. So, but he says no, he doesn't. So I'm like. Okay, so uh, the guy who is presumably older and sick in the passenger seat, and now I've pulled out my phone during this time, says, what kind of phone do you have? And this is where it starts <laughs> to get, yeah, you see where this starts to get weirdly muggy. 
right? Uh, so, is, what can, uh, so I, I downplay it because I, I, you know, like it's not that I have a nice phone. I say that like, yeah, I don't want him to know I got the the prototype from Apple, the last thing Steve Jobs made. No, I don't. I got nothing. My phone's a piece, it's an LG. It's just it's it's it is what it, it is what it is. It just gets me through. Anyways, but I downplay it to the extent of I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, I like LG or anything. No, the point is not my phone. I said, uh, yeah, it's just my phone. It's uh, uh, LG or something. I said, whatever. And I go to like, see, I said, so you don't have a number I can get a hold of you at or anything. And the guy says, the older guy, again, this is all the old guy, says, well, we we could give you the gold. If we gave you the gold, could we have your phone? Well, <laughs> oddly muggy, but understandable because then they could actually, you know, probably, assuming they have no resources, that would be a good way to access. The, I don't, I can under, kind of, almost, he's an older guy. So I said to him, I said, well, no, it would, that's not how it works. You know, like we have contracts and things like that. Like that's kind of what I explain. I'm not as that casually exactly because I'm trying to control the pace of things, right? But I'm like, you know, like it wouldn't do you any good. There's nothing, you couldn't do anything with it. And uh, the now the younger guy that I initially was talking to most, he kind of seems like like he knows that like he's kind of uh, trying to put the old guy in his place, and and so he <laughs> he so he goes yeah no 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 I'm sorry no 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 don't worry and and so he says thank you thank you so then they drive away okay almost the end of the story as they drive away I realize that the vehicle is a rental vehicle. So this guy has access to credit cards. Mm-hmm. He's rented a vehicle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's clean. They're probably staying somewhere. He's got to have access to some kind of like not not. I'm not saying he's got to be wealthy to have these things. I get like I've been in a weird situation. I know it's like to live in a hotel and like just just be getting you know. But I, I it's just too weird. He has enough to buy dinner. You know what I mean? Like even if it's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it was such a fucking weird situation isn't that That's a fucking weird situation a scammer he's definitely a scammer but i'm trying to put together the scam he wants food i'm trying to put together the rest of, i'm trying to put together the scam that's the like i'm just, like I, well if they give you five dollars worth of junk groceries and you buy them a hundred dollars worth of food that's a 95 dollar profit well no, no no it is but a profit in food that takes a special kind of person like I get, I get. It's like, an there's, asset. There's the guy in the parking lot. This he used to hang around this area. Fucking, this was maybe six years ago. He used to hang around this area all the time. And he'd come out of the the gas station and he'd say, uh, "Oh, oh, hey, buddy, my car. I'm locked out of my car. My my sister lives in this area, but I'm never around here." No, actually, first he asked, "Do you live in this neighborhood?" Which is creepy. But then he flips it and he goes, "Good, because my sister lives in this neighborhood. I want to make sure it's somebody I can pay back." So then he says, I'm locked out of my car and I can't get in. I could, what is it? I could get home if I, if I could get a cab or something like that to get my other key or something like that. But what he wants from you is like 35 bucks so that he can get back into his car. And because his sister lives in the neighborhood, he will definitely pay you back. He'll definitely just, you know, tell me where you live. I think he even says, oh, yeah, balls, that's going to happen. Like, 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 but he, but, and he would do that. And then he, he did it and then he did it a second time to me and I'm like no 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 we've already you've already done this to me like this is like a couple weeks later and he opens with the exact same thing perfectly rehearsed I'm like no 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 we've already had this conversation he oh 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 o
<laughs> like, so there's those guys, and I mean, I get it. Yeah, you're walking away with 35 bucks a pop. Yeah, good, good on you, whatever. Like, not literally, but do you know what I mean? Like, not good on you. I'm not encouraging people to do that, but, you know, I get the scam. It lays out pretty basically. But this guy has, has got a kid running around with them. He's got whatever the fucking story with the old guy is. And I mean, I know, like, people who beg on the street will borrow a friend's kid for the day. Will borrow a friend's dog to make it work. I get that. But I'm just, do you know what I mean? Like, the setup for it is very strange. They don't want money. I could understand money. Say money for, for a place to stay. Say there's a person that'll let you stay with them, but they won't let you stay for free. You could get cash. You could be trying to go for cash. You've got gold. Like, what what I'm supposed to assume is gold, quote-unquote. You know what I mean? Like, you got, like, why, why groceries? That's a whole event. I have to go over there with you. You have to hang out with me and shop for fucking, like, unless the assumption is that, that I just give you the money, but that's a risk. That's a stupid scam of all the scams that have been that's not a brilliant scam or they like, get I you in the car and we find you in the woods well yeah exactly but i mean the traveler <laughs> if it was like two guys it's like no man no man don't ask this is my brother-in-law man like you know what i mean like it was like something like but it was just the whole setup was so fucked up i don't like <laughs> so you're was, saying you disapprove of their scam that was i disapprove of their scam they should have come to me first they should ask they should ask for advice. Come up with a better scam if you're yeah. listening to this. Yeah, come up with a better scam. I've done that before. Those people that email you and they're like Nigerian prince and stuff like that. I've emailed them back like, maybe the email shouldn't be full of typos. Consider that. Don't you think you'd have a decent translator if you're a prince? Like, and I've like <laughs> laid it out to them. Like, <laughs> I think you'd do a whole lot better, honestly. You'd be pulling a much better value back on the number of emails you're putting out there. Like, and I'm trying to like... <laughs> oh, you'd get, a, you'd get a kick out of this. Yeah, Just search I, on uh, YouTube. And okay. uh, for American uh, computer guys, hackers, okay, when they get called by an Indian scammer, yeah, yeah, and they destroy their computers, <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. I think I've heard about this kind of stuff, and they go in and start changing numbers and shit like that, or, the, and... or absolutely fry systems. Yeah, watch a video on that; it is fun. Have we talked about that on the show before? No, that sounds oddly familiar. Okay. Then I no. definitely know of that. No, no, no. Um, I don't think so, anyway. Oh, okay. But again, so, yeah. I, I have an AVM on the part of my brain which controls memory, so... Yeah, and I have a history of self-abuse and drug, al drug, drug and alcohol abuse, so, you know... So, matter. really, we could be talking about the same thing every week. I just <laughs> never know. Welcome to the Groundhog Show. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Oh, are we going to get into that right away? Well, I guess, I don't know. I don't know why not. I figured it was, sure. uh, it was good. Should, so I should offend uh, a whole group of people right off the bat? I figured put some meat at the beginning, then we can babble in between and put some meat at the end. Give them a reason to, to eat right. us up. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you'll forgive me if I don't uh, remember the names of the theories. But okay. I will. I'll share the principle here. Okay, I've got some. So, I've done a little bit of looking into it, so maybe I can help to fill in. For well, this. I mean, it's a pretty. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, so the theory is like we know um, people came over to North America on the Bering Land Bridge, and that was about sixteen thousand years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's how you know. And that's kind of how we figured people were originated in North America. Mm -hmm. And. South America, I guess. Yeah. However, there's uh, some DNA evidence and uh, some theories to go with the last ice age that um, 
There was an ice land bridge from France and Spain to uh, North America. Okay. And there are some DNA found in bones and uh, tools and stuff like that that date uh, back 20,000 years. Hmm. Which is earlier than the Bering Land Bridge was around. Which would mean they beat them here by like 6,000 years. Which, okay, and here's where I'm going to piss people off. Okay. I am really, really getting sick of hearing, oh, you stole this land from us, referring to Europeans. Mm -hmm. Because it's always bothered me when I hear that and I go, you know what, who was here before you that you wiped out? Yeah, right. Now, you know, obviously not everybody's like that, but you get a lot of these um, social justice-y mm-hmm. Well, and that's people. kind of an old one. Like, that's kind of like, you can trace that back to, like, the 90s, people having that. You can trace that toy. back for hundreds like, of years, I would imagine. Uh, probably, yeah, but that whole that, that whole statement, like, yeah. So, we stole this place, and that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, um, while I... Um, well, smallpox had a lot to do with that. Um, <laughs> you know, we're not talking as this is a positive thing by any light. Um, not encouraging, you know, what happened in a lot of those cases, because a lot of that was horrible. We didn't come along and fix things. Good <laughs> Lord, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it had always bothered me thinking, all right, well, when you came over here, who did you wipe out? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never had seen anything that would suggest that anybody was here before. I had never researched it. Yeah. But obviously, because I have way too much time on my hands right now, I looked into it. And it was just one of those things that came into my mind, and I wanted to look into it. And I was like, hey, look at that. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be some pretty significant DNA evidence, but it's still a theory. I it's mean, still a theory. Yeah. It's always going to be a theory. I mean, well, everything is a theory because we can't. It's not. Nobody fucking knows. Nobody no. fucking knows anything. And you're always going to reach it. You can only go back so far before you reach this point where religion and science collide, and there's all this shit, and everybody's so sure they're right. But I, I, I like that. I like the way you think. Like who, who was here before them, even because that's exactly like we know so little. And I love to, to think about things not in terms of exactly the the scientific history we think we have, but that there's more to that story. Like sure they were here first, but they had to come from somewhere. So either they literally evolved here. Well, no, no, they came over in the Bering Land Bridge. Well, that's what happened. That's what that. That's pretty much established. Yeah, but like you said, though. Like you said, though. Who did they steal it from? And that's what that's, I mean. That's yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it had always just been an accepted thing that they came over on the land bridge, and there was nothing it, here. Everything was hunky dory <laughs> yeah. and all that. And I'm like, boy, that seems odd when you think of. Um, Homo sapiens and Homo erectus and the various different types of Neanderthals were all over the place as well. How come they weren't over here? Life must have been, I agree, must have been uh, uh, advancing at the same pace relatively around different areas. I don't dispute that. So I'm not not going to shit on anybody for that, but I I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. You know what? It's bad enough. No, I'm going to rant a little bit here. Okay. You know what? And this goes for anything which comes back to the history of my ancestors. Or your ancestors, anybody's ancestors. You know what? 
I can't control what the hell people did or didn't do mm-hmm. in my past. I can control what I do and the way I treat people. Mm-hmm. So you know what? If somebody else was doing bad shit hundreds or thousands of years ago, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be perfectly blunt. <laughs> Not my fault. Yeah. And I don't want to hear the blame for it. I don't want to hear any of this other crap. No, I don't blame you. And if we were... The thing is, if we were functional people... If we... Uh, that's the way it should be. That's the bottom line. There's no other reason for it to be anywhere, any other way other than pride and religion and all these other things that we've injected into society. That's, that's the only reason. It's a false construct. There's no reason for anything to matter outside of who we are. The fact that you could even think about blaming somebody for literally what their species did you, 20, 20, even 20 years ago, but 100 years ago, 60 years ago, you know, that you could even think about blaming somebody's ancestry for that is just madness. Like, people are, pe- the only reason people organize into these groups is because you fucking basically, not you, but they were told to. Like, people are just people. There's fucking assholes all over the world. And, le- and let's, let's also be fair that probably 99% of the population feel the same way we do. Yeah, more there, than likely. There's a, there's a small percentage of people that like to make a lot of noise. But actually, you know what? In this case, I agree with you on that 99% of things, especially like current politics. And I don't mean that like the politics we have currently, but I mean current politics at any point in history. I agree with that. Uh, but in this case, you know what? There's an awful lot of people out there who are more in the middle of things, who stake a lot on uh, on their history and their their ancestry and oh my 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 this person fought here in World War Two, this person fought there in World War Two, so and that's fine. Darn it, I'm an American. Well, you know what? As but much as the fair. bad things we did don't matter, the things we think are good that we did don't matter either. You are responsible for you. You are not the sum of what every generation before you has done. You are responsible for you. Your output, what you bring to this world, how you treat people. And it's also important to respect your history, respect your heritage. Uh, but but uh, you're tramping but, you're but on a thin it, line there. But don't use it as an excuse. You know, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like, um... Be proud of whatever history you come from. That's a dangerous line, though, because that's where shit comes from. Is is pride gets a little inflated, a little bit more inflated, a little bit more inflated, then pride becomes patriotism, and then that gets a little bit more inflated, and then it becomes fucking, well, my country did this then, god darn it, so I got the right to do this. Like, it's a, it's a fucking slippery slope, man. It's a slippery yeah. slope. Did you, I'll share another one with you that, you know, most people might not, uh, a lot of people won't know. Okay. Did you know Canada fought a, a war with Croatia? No. <laughs> yeah, when? we did. Uh, back when uh, all the stuff in Bosnia and that area was going on. Like early 90s? Yeah. Yeah, okay, uh, I remember that kind of. The, uh, the UN sent over Canadian forces. Okay. They were attacked by the Croatians, outnumbered four to one, did not lose a man. And, um, oh, you're going to have to help me because I can't remember his name. Uh, French prime minister in that area. Uh, liberal. Gretchen. That bastard. Yeah. He actually blocked media from reporting it. Uh, okay. Because he didn't want to give uh, the impression of, 
he wanted to keep the impression of Canada, the nice, friendly people to everybody. The peacekeeping country, not the war country. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, to call it a war, I mean, would not technically be accurate. I mean, but, uh, no, it was an interesting piece of history I didn't know about. Yeah, that's very interesting. I remember that period of time. I can remember the news. I have, like, jagged childhood memories of that, like, hearing about that trouble in Bosnia. But I was... I was offended. Like that. <laughs> like, I was offended that that information was blocked. Uh huh. Uh huh. Wait, like, I mean, when? yeah, fucker. Haven't heard that name in a long time, though. <laughs> People are always referencing Clinton and stuff like that, but you never hear about Gretchen anymore. Well, you know what I think of liberal governments in Canada. So, well, I, Gretchen was a little bit special, but yeah, that's uh, that's that. Uh, what, but okay, so about this land bridge, though. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I don't know. We we came a long way since Landbridge. Now I feel like we don't. Have it's much been a while anymore. It's been a while. But, <laughs> it's uh, been a few years. <laughs> like the, I just mean since we discussed it, even um, that and that feels like it's been a few years. I, it's really weird to circle back around to that now. But so uh, parts of the the argument against it actually have to do with the DNA and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you've looked into the other side of this debate. Because this actually isn't new. A little it's not bit. Like, it's not like they just discovered something and went, oh, oh my god, brand new information. Like, well, a uh, little bit of brand new information, but the theory isn't new. It's been around for a while. It's like the flat earth of paleontologists or whatever. Like, <laughs> everybody looks at them and goes, yeah, okay, psycho. Like, it's um, a cute theory you got here, but I got DNA kind of deal. Um, but, so, but a lot of people are against it for that reason, like scientifically, this and the other thing, because apparently... Uh, like the timing of some of the DNA they found and the the type of tools they found don't necessarily support it compared to other evidence uh, that's grander to the contrary and this kind of crap. Now, oddly enough, I'm not saying all this because I'm gonna devil's advocate you or anything and be like, well, no, maybe no, no, it's no. not true for this reason. The thing about that that gets me is that I, I get it. We, we To advance at some point, we have to take some stock in the information we gather. We can't discard everything because anything's possible. But of course. on the same token, with that being said, we're not... I think there's not credit being given to things like disposal methods and stuff. If these people did come over earlier, there are people we don't really know anything about yet. Who knows no. how they were disposing of their tools? Who knows if they disposed of their tools in a certain way to prevent them being used against them? Who knows if they disposed of... Maybe they had waste uh, management concepts that wouldn't come along for other varieties of people for hundreds of years. Maybe they didn't leave a trace. Well, maybe it's, also 20, the, it's also 20,000 years ago. I mean, well, you're going to have... You're going to have traces for all this crap, You're, right? you're going to have to get lucky to find these things. But they like, claim example, they do, so that's their evidence. You know, everywhere else we go, we find the evidence they were there. You know, so that's their, they're yeah. flying their banner. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how they know. But like I said, it's an interesting story. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I think a, a little bit more openness to that to that idea from people, like to just shut it down on that base. I mean, who knows? Maybe you're not looking for the right things. Maybe these people you know. are disposing of things in a different way, building them from things you are not even familiar with yet. You know, from that period of time yet. You know, yeah, let's I mean? also so, not be scared of our history. I find that very fascinating that there, people are just like there is a lot of arguments against it. At some point, one side or the other has to be vaguely closer to being right, even if neither side's correct. And Somebody's until we build closer. a time machine. Oh my god, can you imagine? Um, okay, uh, here's an interesting one. I, I heard um, this uh, a little while ago. It was just a poll question somebody asked on Facebook. If you had a time machine... Kill Hitler, sorry. <laughs> I'm joking, go ahead. 
and you had the option between these two, would you want to go to the time to see Jesus, or would you want to go to the time to see dinosaurs? Oh, interesting. Um, wow, that's a loaded question. Well, not really, because they're both fascinating in their own rights. And to be honest with you, I think there's enough evidence of dinosaurs understanding everything that happened that I'm more interested, I would love to, I think I would be more fascinated to have that outside look and to see who, what Jesus was. Yes. Yes, I thought you were. I was. I was expecting you to go down the avenue of dinosaurs. I felt like you were setting up the avenue of dinosaurs there for a second. Okay, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that because that is the that's the most between the two of them. Dinosaurs are almost benign. Like if you had the chance to go back and and and, and witness and and find out the truth behind the founding of a religion that is, you know, both both. That that runs the world, uh, yeah, definitely by all means. I mean, I a lot of energy goes into fighting both sides of the religious debate, and I think yeah, definitely over dinosaurs. Fuck, we know we're pretty sure there were dinosaurs. Even if there weren't dinosaurs, it's okay. People aren't being burnt in the street over dinosaurs. I'd rather go back and learn the found and see the foundation of a religion. Yeah, it's it just is more fascinating to me just on the uh, social sense of things, mm-hmm. and. You know, it, it, you know. I obviously, uh, I think we've made it both clear that uh, we're both pretty agnosticy. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, but to meet the, to see the person, mm-hmm. that's what I would love to see. Well, that's the thing. Or to see if I, I you punch the information into the time machine, you pop out in the middle of the desert, and you're all alone. And a camel comes by three hours later, and you're still alone. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I fully suspect that Jesus Christ was a person. Okay. What do you I, think? I do believe that um, that fellow was a person. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't dispute that necessarily. And what do you think he was? Who knows? A magician? A con man? He could just have been a nice guy. Yeah, could have been. Well, I mean... Um, like with uh, the Prophet Muhammad. I mean, that was 1,300 years ago. And, you know, we know he was a real... We know he was a real person. Or we're pretty we're pretty sure, anyway. That yeah. He was, you know, he was a real person. And, you know, some of the things he said and believed in were quite positive. So, yeah. you know, again, another fascinating... You know, I'd be fascinated to see kind of what these people were like and how magnetic of a personality must you have to be able to have all these people believe and follow you. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they both, like, for both those two cases, must have been charismatic people beyond... Yeah, maybe I, I, maybe the spe- I kind of imagine somebody of like uh, somewhere between a used car salesman and Jim Jones. <laughs> like that—that's what I like, like, like uh, cares about, but not necessarily. Like once you start getting into things, like okay, this is oh fuck, this could a go on forever or b just fall apart in three seconds because I just I'm not prepared to talk. This about is going to be a train wreck but either way. This is going to be a train wreck either way, but. When you get into, like, talk of miracles and stuff like that, and what, like giving sight to the blind, this, that, and sure. the other thing. So there's this, this whole thing where, okay, so one way you could, 
look at that, assuming that it's 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 logical and he isn't truly a, a magical healer. Assuming there's logical reasoning behind that, there's you can look at it as a. It was written in a different language thousands of years ago. Nobody's got a clue. You look at our language now and how many different things one fucking word can mean, sure. and you. Th- think you can take a book that's that many thousands of years old and accurately tell me now what it says the fucking thing might have been a story about a mermaid when it started okay like i don't uh, a i don't subscribe to the fact that they had any idea what was written in the bible in the first place necessarily but uh, to go beyond that though something like a miracle something like that could so easily be overstated i could and granted oh, yeah. language changes and there's people out there that know profoundly more about the history of language well, than me but i mean i could i could send you a text you could send me a text message telling me that you have tickets to a Billy Joel concert. There we go. <laughs> that you have tickets to a Billy Joel concert, and you're going to it, goddammit, even though you hate him. And then I could text you back, and I could say, oh, fuck, I could kill you. And yeah. in 3,000 years, somebody could find that message and translate it and decide that our two colonies were at war, and Billy Joel was your hostage. And I threatened your clan or, to get him or, back. Or Billy Joel was my holy figure. Or Billy Joel was your holy figure for that, but but you could interpret that in any without even going that far away from the source material. The, the problem ju- with the uh, Bible, there's a yeah. big one, and a lot of it was written hundreds of years after Jesus would have died. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, obviously you're going to have problems with that. But I just I I found that question fascinating. And things get blown out of proportion, this and the other thing. Okay, now here's the other problem. Communication. Okay. That's the second point I want to bring up. Communication. We have we can take for the last 100 years or so we've been able to take pictures. We've been able to manifest proof of things. Yep. That's a time when people couldn't even didn't communicate over large 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 spaces of land and if they did, it took Forever, <laughs> it took months sometimes to like travel that. Day. So the way that things could so easily become blown out of proportion, different languages, the time it took to uh, get that stuff passed on, passing things down from generation to generation to make sure it gets recorded. Well, have you ever time. played the telephone game? Well, exactly. That's exactly it. You know, now here's it, go ahead. Yeah. You know, so. You know, if you're not familiar with the telephone game, is you whisper a little phrase into one person's ear and you have them pass it on down the line, and you see how the original phrase gets changed when it gets to the end of the line, and that tends to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, you know, it's a fascinating thing. And there's a game people play with translators online now that's basically the same thing, but it's also interesting for that reason because it uses language. Is yep. uh, I, I can't even remember. It's got some stupid name. I swear it's got some stupid, like, Bulu or something. Like, people, I don't, I can't remember what the hell. Like, but you punch in, like, a sentence into uh, a translator. So you translate, like, like I, I, I want a drink from English to Japanese. So they spits it out in Japanese. Wong Tang Hong Kong, whatever, right? Yep. I don't know. I'm just, and then wow. you, then you t- I know, I, I fuck, I knew I was just going to burn as soon as I entered this comment. Anyways, wow. so then, then you copy and you paste that back in and you translate it back into English. And what yep. you find out is the more times you do that, you begin to lose the source material entirely. Yes, you do. So people, I, okay, so that's, that. there's another problem, uh, thing I got with, with the story of the Bible. Now here's the other thing. Ooh. We have look, Chris Angel. Yes. You got a guy like Chris Angel nowadays. He, he and I, I've known uh, a phenomenal magician in my life who could 
do things in front of you that truly, like, because the way our psychology works, we need to be able to rationalize things, and we need to find a home for things, and, and if it's something we've never seen before, it's really, it's difficult to to compartmentalize and rationalize and things like that, and a lot of that is the is the, the, the magic of magic and illusions as it is. Sure. But when you see something like that in front of you, like Chris Angel tearing people in half, uh, personally I had a, a friend who could take a playing card and mutilate their body with, like they, you would pick a card at random, they'd press it against their body and have a tangible scar two inches in front of you, you'd swear they got it fucking carved in his flesh. He was yep. the craziest fucking guy. Uh, shout out Matt Kunich. Um, but anyways, like so when you see something like that take place in front of you, it boggles your goddamn mind, okay? Well, you see... Well, let's use Chris Angel, like, I mean, yeah. the, the levitation trick. Yeah. And, I mean, I just tried to go to something I knew because it, it blew my mind to see something like that, you know, right in front of you. Because on TV, you can always try to be like, oh, it's the angle or it's the... But, I mean, to see these things in front of you, uh, un- uh, just unbelievable. So, whatever. We have the knowledge now that somebody says, I'm going to show you a trick, and you know it's a trick. But if you hadn't seen a person in three years, and you lived in the middle of the desert, and some guy came along and said... Watch this great feat that I have in store for you. I mean, you're gonna fucking follow that guy. Because you ain't oh, yeah. never seen shit go down like that before, ever. And you don't got Google to look it up and tell you that it's, you know... You don't have a, an encyclopedia to tell you that's a magic trick. You know nothing but just to take it at face value. Uh, the, the idea that somebody could have come up with even rudimentary sleight of hand and different illusions and, and, and cons... Uh, thousands of years ago, you could easily manipulate a culture around that. Easily, easily, easily. Of course. Once that person is gone and there's nobody to disprove them and those stories continue to get passed down, you end up in a situation where uh, you've deitized a con man. And that's my another fear that I have um, with the Bible. And that's another viewpoint that I think, you know, it's, it's interesting to think about. Do you know, yeah. like, if if Jesus Christ had been a man who had been a guy who was a con man and who wanted that fame and drove for that, it wouldn't be un un un, you know what I mean? Impossible. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, suggest Jesus as a con man by any stretch, um, but I, I would suggest if I had to guess. Obviously, I'm guessing. Of course, we all I are. would. <laughs> I would You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he was just a guy that had a high ethical standard mm-hmm. and whatever it was and maybe just charismatic and people followed him mm-hmm. and hey I mean cool <laughs> now, now I just imagine a guy that knew a lot about medicine he just walks into this blind person and he's like here drink this all you're suffering from is poison this will help take the clots out of the veins in your eyes I know this for no apparent reason and then sure. and then that will heal you and you'll be able to see and he drinks it and the other guy in the room goes oh my god it's a miracle and he goes no 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 it's medicine please don't tell people it's a miracle he goes you're a miracle worker and it's just Jesus again going no 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 it's simple medicine please don't tell people that <laughs> and here we are <laughs> or, or here, here, here's a crazier theory that if me. Jesus was a time traveler <laughs> yeah maybe who knows right I uh, mean like, if time travel time, there's a whole other yeah I mean but should that be true then probably uh, what what would be the the true and this is the heart and soul of sci-fi I guess or whatever what would be the true timeline or whatever would be thousands of years prior to us now Sure. We would be theoretically in the past, but but I get, again, you know, it's like saying go back to a caveman with a lighter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they see that they, you know. 
but the thing is with that, and that's where I get, like, the thing is with that, okay, you have to assume that you're actually time-traveling Family Guy style. Like, you gotta have a multiverse, because you need a working lighter, you need the big factory to make the working lighter. Sure, you know I mean? yeah. This, that, and the other. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is literally just, ba- you take a guy with a deck of cards, he doesn't need any special tools, and he can blow your mind, and you take that guy and you give him six rocks instead, or you give him, you know what I mean? Well, the old cup and balls trick has been around for thousands of years. There you go. Yeah, I mean, what the hell did the first guy to see that think? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, like I I found the idea of where would you want to go? Because my initial thought was, yeah, dinosaurs. And then I thought about it more Mm -hmm. on just what would be more... Because obviously I'm fascinated by the political experience, the, the human experience and how how stories evolve mm-hmm. and I would that's the one to me that would just be fascinating because you know I have my own hunches I have no doubt Jesus Christ was a guy Okay. I mean I have no doubt that there was a fella named Jesus Christ well, I mean, in a sense, me neither. Just like, my, just like right now, there's no doubt in my mind there's a guy out there named Adam Fingal somewhere. I'm sure, sure he exists. He has to statistically. You know what I mean? But, I, I mean, I suspect that there was a guy named Jesus Christ who... Who knows? Like, maybe he just thought he was a prophet. Mm-hmm. As simple as that. And there's the other thing. Before, I don't... I, this... this, this this can't be an hour and twenty minutes of Paul Vence's religious. Uh, you know, no, we thoughts, can we you know, we but, could do a but, show specifically on religion. I mean, <laughs> but mental illness. There's another thing. You know what I mean? Possible. Like when it comes to the Bible and people's perception of things Ooh. and this, that, and the other thing. And like, well, think about this. Hmm. Well, yeah, obviously, I had my seizure mm-hmm. not long ago. So that was considered um, being touched by the divine at one point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that there happened a couple thousand years earlier. It could have been a prophet. Uh huh. And yeah, no, no, yeah. exactly, exact, fucking, no, exactly, yeah. And I mean, imagine going through that with no treatment. Yeah. Imagine going through that with not trying to reconcile what memories were yours and which ones were, you just every part of that. No shit. Yeah. yeah. I, no, as you know, talk about people speaking in tongues and mm-hmm. you know, people having a fucking seizure. <laughs> yeah, people have have, and it's very, very rare. And a lot of times, it becomes inquirer bait. But it actually has happened a couple times, arguably for real. People have developed accents from brain injuries. Yes, and it, stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's actually happened. There's yeah. even one um, uh, person was able to start speaking in another language. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of that too, actually. Yeah, just. Mm-hmm. Didn't speak the language. Uh, he was out and, and got back up. And he could speak in another language. Just, you know, yeah. God knows how, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you know, they're very fascinating ideas. They are. They are. Yeah. I think it's, I don't think we've given, uh, the whole thing, drives, the whole institute drives me nuts. Because I don't think we even tried to explore it because the Catholic Church became so powerful so fast oh, that uh, there's yeah. no fucking, nobody has the right to all explore organized, anything seriously. All organized religion. Like, just... Well, definitely, but as far fuck as... Fuck organized that, religion. Uh, yeah, but definitely one of the most corporate ones is by all means, you know. The, well, uh, I mean, yeah, you can say Christian, have... Catholic, etc., but if you go back to the like some of the first schools, the first hospitals, this, that, and the other thing, were Catholic projects. And we have and so, no yeah. problem if you believe. 
Oh no, God! Don't I have no problem with God, anybody yep. who believes. If but you believe and that's your thing, and you live your life in a good way, hey, have at her. I'm part of an uh, I'm part of an inter inter religious and inter belief system marriage. My wife is a Christian, but we've had these conversations too, you know, and she finds it interesting to whatever extent. But obviously, you know, her, her, her value system has to assume that I'm wrong as much as for mine. I have to assume that literally the majority of the planet is wrong. <laughs> you know, like, if you look at it that way, that, that's kind of well. I suppose it depends what. Um, area of the world you're in as well so like for example uh, Asian countries are far less religious yeah I, like you said it depends on the area I mean yeah. every country has its like its areas that have been changed up and overall, the white American God, whether you want to call it Christianity, Catholicism, sure, whatever, whatever you yeah. want to call it, is the most dominant as a whole over the planet. Because we're the ones that go out there and go into other countries and say, no, oh, you're horrible. No, you're no, 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 no. I, I would think there's more. Uh, I would think Islam's a bigger religion. Hmm. Just uh, I, from, from a sheer number nope. standpoint? I just looked it up. Nope. Christianity slot. Well, okay, Islam is second, so you're not wrong. I don't want to take okay. you out of the. I want to make sure that that you understand. Yeah, Islam is second, but then I'll continue the first sentence I started. Christianity slaughters Islam, but no, no, no. Islam is second, but two point one billion to one point three billion. Yeah, it's a lot of people either way. But and I knew this was a growing thing, but I didn't want to make any claims because I knew it pissed people off. But now that I'm sitting in front of numbers, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this claim. Uh, atheism's creeping up there. Secular, agnostic, and atheism as a whole. Accounts for 1.1 billion. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised so, by that. With Hinduism coming up next. Well, I'm just happy to see that. Not out of a... Not like... And I mean, that seems like... that. That's a whole other complicated kid and caboodle. Because you're... Oh, am I trying to convert people to... A, well, that's not exactly what I mean. But I'm just happy to see it because it encourages free thought. Those people can go back if they want to a religion. That's cool. Yeah. Like, I don't care if they... But I like to see the thinking is being expanded upon and stuff like that. That's what makes me so happy. I don't mean that in a vindictive way to say that I'm happy to see atheism in a third. <laughs> I mean that because I'm so happy to see such a large percentage of people thinking openly like that and stuff like that. Hinduism comes in third, if we're going to keep going here. So, hey, so here's a question. Yeah. What would it take for you to believe in a god and a religion? Um... What would have to happen? I know what it is for me, but... I mean... I mean, nothing short of what I think it would take anybody, really. Like, come like, come chat with me. Like, <laughs> like, I wake up and God is in my living room as a large gaseous form and he offers me a cocktail to sit and chat with him. <laughs> like, that's... I mean, that's basically what we're looking at. I mean, don't sure, get me yeah. wrong now as I say that. I'm sure I could fly through the front end of a windshield at 150 miles an hour, ding my head really hard and come out of it going, hey, you know what? I'd feel a lot better if I believed in something after this. Don't get me wrong. But where I sit right now, I still wouldn't support myself in doing that. I'm not saying people can't change. But I'm saying that on this, like, with that said, no, there's nothing I can think of. Like, like if, uh, if there's no amount of healing that I could see... You know what I mean? There's no amount of surviving anything that I could see being like, oh my god, I believe now. I wouldn't have gotten through that without God. No, because that drives me nuts when I hear people say that. People worked hard to keep you alive, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> doctors, no. nurses, people worked fucking hard to keep you alive for yep. you to come out and say it was a miracle. It wasn't. It was blood, sweat, and tears. Anyway, yep. sorry. For yes. me, <laughs> for me, all it would take is our Monty Python version of God opening up the clouds <laughs> and going, 
hey, assholes, smarten up. And be like, yes, sir. Well, that's basically it. Yeah, no, totally. That would do that's it for me. That's basically what I said. That's basically what I said, for yeah. sure. That's yeah, definitely what I said. Yeah. He's got to come chat with me. There, there's like. the, the problem, um, and, and this is going to lead to more and more as we as the species evolves is the requirement of evidence mm-hmm. you know and that and that's just because we we have more information at our fingertips yeah um the the, the burden of evidence and with that i'd like to say that that's another place where i come back to that kind of free thinking aspect of of atheism creeping up there in the numbers is to have that ability to do that to investigate that burden of proof without the burden of proof being it's right here in print didn't you read the book yeah, that's your like, proof. That's the that, stupidest fucking answer you can that, give somebody to that, something. That's not proof. <laughs> that, no, you know, it, and uh, you know, wonderful stories, and a lot of them are ethically guiding, but a yeah. lot of them are absolutely horrifying too. If you yeah. read into them, definitely. And I want to say that too because I think I'm coming. I'm probably. I have a feel. I have this. Um, this this third eye moment right now where I feel like I'm. I'm going to listen to this, and I'm gonna again, and I'm gonna be like. Oh, you sounded like an asshole. That's not what you were trying to say. So I like I, I want to put out there. Uh, there's a lot of people on the. Uh, this is my problem with reli- these are my problems with religion as a whole. Religion as a whole, I think, is damaging to mankind a hundred percent. With that being said, I think that there's millions and millions. There's two point one billion people who identify under Christianity. I think of that, there's millions and hundreds of millions who are trying to do the right thing with that as their vessel and that is their excuse to do the right thing. It doesn't mean yep. that everybody's evil and everybody's a persecuting, you know, orthodox Christian or whatever. Is it? That's not what I'm saying. I, like, there's millions of people out there who are trying to do the right thing with this, who are trying to use it as a vessel to help other people. And even last week on the show, I talked about that, that, like, you know, I've seen churches through my wife and stuff help a lot of people, people who had nowhere else to turn. Absolutely. And, but the problem with that is that that has to be the case. The problem with that is that those people have to get together and agree on that. The people can't get into a room and be like, hey, fellow human beings are worth it. Let us help them. No, we have to get in a room and say, this book tells us fellow human beings are worth it. If we don't do something, we'll be lit on fire. That's my problem with the system. It's not, I, 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 people use it to do great things. That's not, but so much more evil comes from it at the same time. And so oh, much it, time is wasted and not simply. Oh, I uh, would imagine more people have died from religion than just about anything else. Than <laughs> anything else on the planet, by far. And, Other I mean, than can, natural causes, obviously. And you can work that down as far as you want to sharpen that blade for what constitutes as dying from reli- from people being beaten to death because of religion, from people who have been driven to it because of being ostracized from families, this and the other thing because sure. of religion. The, the, the thousands of ways you can sharpen that chisel for, I agree, 100%. Uh, yeah. So I, I I wanted to put it out there that it is don't get me I don't think if you believe in God you're a horrible person um, by by association of that fact it's not the case it's a lot of people do good things to FS. what pisses me off is we don't have a secular movement that is as big that is as willing to help other people and that's that that's what we need we need humans to acknowledge other human beings without the threat of of eternal damnation in a sense sure without yeah. Um, like, I mean, and, you know, what's interesting is I don't disbelieve in a god either. Mm, I barely so, do. <laughs> well, uh, here, here's my, here's my, uh, here's my, uh, thought process to that. Okay. 
Like, uh, obviously the Big Bang happened, so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. How do we know that something just didn't go snap? Yeah. And we're, and basically, this is the science experiment. Mm-hmm. I have no problem in going, well, hell, I have no idea what happened four billion years ago. Yeah, no, 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 no. And I'm, 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 I'm open to the no idea, and that's where I like the idea of people exploring. That's what yeah. people need to explore, and you can't explore under the thumb of, of religion like that. I don't believe in a, um, a father figure watching over us and going, if you don't do this, I'm going to smite you. Yes, yeah. No. You know, but could there have been a higher being doing something, and we want to call that God? Uh, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? No, I I, <laughs> I, 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 don't disagree with that. Except in modern times, does that make sense? I don't agree with that as an overall theory. But in modern times, that word God is so fucking dangerous, and that's what I don't yes. like about it. No, the no, word no. God. There's too much rapping. Organized religion is dangerous. I, like I'm willing. I'm I, I'm most willing. Okay, well, as you were saying that, actually, something else came to mind. Is this kind of a branch of belief that subscribes to that? And they might be the what I think is 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 the missing link to to getting us to a place of free thought. Is there's this branch of scientific Christianity? Where, and I'm pretty sure that's what they actually identify as. Somebody can yell at me in the comments and tell me if I'm wrong about that. But I think I'm it's sure called scientific, si- yeah, scientific Christianity. And it's, um, it's, it, it is exactly that. Like, it's, it's basically that. It's the idea that, yes, okay, fine, that's cool. There were dinosaurs. We're good with that. We agree with the science. It was a big bang. We agree with the science. There's all of these things, all these galaxies beyond us. We agree with the science. Yep. Now, all of it. Came, evolution, we agree with the science, but who created the first cell? There, they say that's there, God. There, and who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not willing to throw that one out. I, I, we can't throw anything out because that's exactly. just as dangerous as the alternative. Exactly, but, because here's you remember what we've talked about a lot. What's you that? can't be scared to say I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have no and, idea what happened four and a half billion years ago. And I don't claim to know what happened, but I, I, I almost want to say that I do claim to know that we need to learn to ask more questions. That's the problem. Yes, we do. That there needs to be the freedom to ask those questions. And if the world was relieved of religion for ten years, the amount of things we could do in that time, it breaks my heart to think about. The amount of things we could do in that time, the amount we could grow as a species, the amount we could learn about our past in that time would be irreplaceable we could take religion back and be unhindered by it almost do you know what i mean the amount i get of things the, i get do. the concept because again i agree with you on organized religion is dangerous you know the for most people it's absolutely fine and they're good folks and mm-hmm. they just want to believe in that but organized religion has historically been extremely dangerous and it is currently yeah i mean you know, dangerous on a multitude of levels. Point, point blank. I mean, when you have um, people blowing themselves up, you know, in the name of God, mm-hmm. that's dangerous. When you have any human being turning their back on another human being in the name of God, in any yes, way. Yes, absolutely. In any way, that's dangerous. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's unforgivable. Anyways. Um, but that's a good. But yeah, it was just that all goes back to that time travel question. That yeah, yeah, I yeah, got, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool, and so that's why I would pick Jesus. 
Yeah, so would I. <laughs> so would I. Uh, you know, like, just because, yeah, I know, you know what, I'm sure about dinosaurs, the physical evidence is pretty overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to prove that to myself. I need to prove why, why we live in the world we live. Do you yeah. Know? Like, yeah. yeah. It's just an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. So... And I mean, I'm probably closer to subscribing just to close that out and round it down. I'm probably closer to subscribing to the idea that there's more. Uh, you look at, you get into metaphysics and this kind of stuff, and the idea that there's an intelligent universe, not a, a single creator, but just a uni- like rules and and a system, but not rules as in thou shalt not kill. No, but just biology, just rules. That if I drop water on my skin, I will be wet. You know what I mean? And just sure. a sequence of uh, a, a universal. Because ultimately, regardless what your beliefs are, you have to go back so far that you reach a point where things had to start. Yes, and absolutely. that's the scariest place I think for most people to get to because if you get to the place where things had to start either there's something nobody knows anything about or it has to be God you know what I mean? Sure. So, and I think that scares the absolute shit out of people because if they choose something nobody knows anything about then they're a lunatic they're standing in Times Square with a sandwich board on saying the end <laughs> is near they're, but if, if they at least just say God then okay there's, there's a church and there's a family they can turn to then and it's easier to say Sure. But I, yeah, I shall long we go? For a shall we go sciency now? Should we go sciency? Okay, what do you have that's sciency? Oh. You were all over Facebook, like our personal Facebooks. So most people can't even see them, I don't. But you were all over Facebook talking about the fact that it, this was going to be your week to offend people and shit. I think I've done more damage single-handedly in the last two hours. Well, possibly. I mean, I, I pissed off the Native Americans, and I probably pissed off the liberals with saying Trump isn't uh, crazy. Wow. But, I mean, the Native American. I mean, they're, they're, I, mean I, I don't know. For, for one thing, do they even have the technology to listen to this? I'm joking. I'm jo- um, anyways. They're, okay, they're, they're, checkmate. <laughs> Paul wins. You have now uh, you have now offended more people than I have. I concede defeat. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, I, 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 the end of that sentence was just that the, the, the Catholic population is a larger one, but I thought I'd just cut it off halfway and take advantage of my opportunity to one-up you on it. Um, so I guess we should be out of here. Yeah, I'm... Uh... <laughs> we can't lose any more listeners in one week than we already have. <laughs> Um, we should be out of here because we're going super fucking long. This is an hour and 25 minute podcast is what I should say. And we've been going for like an hour and 50 minutes. So we've added another quarter show to this episode. You're welcome. It gives you more to listen to. <laughs> gives you bonus content. Unless, of course, you have anything other else to do in your life other than listen to us. And you're just trying desperately to get through the episode for this week. And then we've made your life really hard. Well, if we're making your life hard, we're sorry. Yeah. No, we're not. No, <laughs> you're right. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. No. Yeah. In five days, we're recording the next episode of the Total Stick Quest, which I'm totally stoked about. Make sure you hashtag Total Stick Quest on social media, and make sure you listen to it. It's our D&D campaign, and even if you don't like Dungeons & Dragons, even if you know nothing about Dungeons & Dragons, how bad can it be? It's us. Do you think we take it that seriously? It's fun. You should listen you know, to it. It it's is like, actually fun, and the story's pretty good. We have a pretty yeah. good storyteller as our dungeon master. We have a pretty good story. Why don't you just say he's fine? God damn it, the man is awesome. And no, no, follow- you're fine. F- Wait, hang on. That feels like it has a different connotation. Uh, <laughs> um, Episode two, I have explained everything I need to explain. 
yeah, but you're fine feels like it means something a little different than I'm fine. <laughs> um, but speaking of that Dungeon Master, at TDSav, I'm not letting you derail me, Shane, at TDSav27 on Twitter. You can find me at off the LP and Shane at um, Shane Hooper. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was mainly to talk about D&D. That's why I said all that. So, yeah. Um, Make sure you listen to that, because it's fun, and it's fascinating, and it's awesome, and we have a lot of fun doing oh, it. Oh, and uh, reminder, check out footballfigure.net. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the other thing we got to get on. Yeah, football footballfigure.net. Awesome little miniatures. I love, like, I would love them just as miniatures. They don't have to do serve a purpose. Oh, I had no. a big enough house. And the stadiums are awesome. Yeah. Fickin' A. So, there's that. So, I think that's it for us now. This was probably. a long episode. Well, yeah, that's probably it for us, as you've probably tanked the entire show now. <laughs> so much for uh, sponsorship or Patreon or anything like that. That just went down the shitter. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, I, they're just my opinions. I'm allowed to say. You are allowed to have of. opinions. But, you know, I think I was on the religion thing. I think I was good about saying it brings good into the world. I have nothing against... I have nothing... We'll, we can talk if you really want to talk about Native Americans in the future. I've I've, I've, I've worked in um, some... I've had jobs. Like I said, I've had a zillion jobs. I've had some jobs that have brought me very close to, um, to the communities that are close to us, to the Native American communities. Everything I say, I swear or ingest. I have my own feelings I on how they've been wronged. So God, this has just gone down. I thought... And here... I thought I was going to screw everything up and I'm innocent now. <laughs> oh god, I'm so fearful as to how this is going to sound when I listen to it again. Bye. 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 <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> no shit. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Thank you for joining us on the Total Stick Cast. Connect with us online through Twitter and Facebook at Total Stick Show. And you can watch the things we make on YouTube by heading to youtube.com and searching for Total Stick Show. Or you can also find our content on newgrounds.com by going to totalstickshow.newgrounds.com. The Total Stick Cast is available on Google Play as well as iTunes, and your reviews will help other people find us and help us grow. Please take a moment to let us know what you think. The Total Stick Cast is hosted by Paul Johnson and Shane Hoopfer and produced by, hey, me, Shane Hoopfer. You can connect with Paul Johnson directly on Twitter at OffTheLP or at EverythingPaul.net. That's EverythingPaul.net. You can also reach us by email at TotalStickShow at gmail.com. This has been the Total Stick Cast. Thank you for making us part of your day. Total Stick Podcast Network.